And welcome, welcome, welcome to the South Road Boys. We are back. Hello. Another week, another joining of the two. Mm, now, this episode, I will have a wah, oh. I will have an oh. apology, Oh, and I will have gifts. Right, hey, this, I'm liking all of these things. So, uh, uh, number one, yes. I love it when you groan. Of course. Not it, not in that way. <laughs> no, that's your wife's job. Sure. like that. Yes. Uh, the apology? Yes. I fucking love the fact that you, any chance of you saying you're wrong, possibly, that fucking gets me excited. <laughs> that makes me groan. <laughs> and gifts? Yes. Oh, sorry. G-I-F-S or G-I-F-T-S? T-S. Right. Cool. That's interesting because it could be fucking anything when it comes to you. It should be. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I mm. have got near-death experience with hate. Yes. <laughs> and um, and me possibly live in the South Road, boys. Fucking let's get it on. And we are into the show good and proper. I'm letting you kick it off, mate, because I am I'm I'm teetering on yes. the edge of excitement. So to start off with, I unless did, you're going to groan about me, I am. <laughs> then I may regret it. No, I am. <laughs> Can I just say here and now, Righto. this fucking pre-intro to an intro is going to fucking stop. <laughs> <laughs> I have had it to pussy's bow with a a, a pre-come sort of. Here's oh, the main event. You just don't up. like change. I don't mind change. Oh, not this change. It though. just doesn't feel right. That's- it's just not. Well, only just it tip. doesn't flow. We haven't even gone all the way in yet. I've been as deep as I'm going to go into this bad boy. <laughs> Fine. I, it doesn't feel right. I like starting off with a fucking bang into the intro. It's happening. This you know, shit's on. The situation we're in right now. It's people pumped. It's like uh, those relationships when a when a boy meets a girl. <laughs> right? Yes. And the boy and the girl they get along well. Sure, they, they start do. Making out a little bit. The yep. hormones kick, mm. and then the natural way of things just flows the towards way of the joining of the genitalia. <laughs> <laughs> but before the joining of the genitalia, yes. there is the welcoming of the genitalia <laughs> Hello. In, in, an, in an oral fashion. Oh, okay, yes. And there'll be that situation where the girl goes, oh, I don't suck cock. <laughs> <laughs> and you go, you know what? Just try it. <laughs> it may be different to what you expect. Yeah. And, and for the first few times they do, and you're like, oh, yeah, we're getting there. Yep. And then they just turn around and say, oh, I don't want to suck cock anymore. Oh. And you're like, look, Ooh, that's fine. disappointing. understand it's disappointing, but fuck. <laughs> that's where I'm at. <laughs> I'm the boy in the story, Joe, in do case you, you didn't work it out. Do you you're love- the one yes. that tried sucking the cock. <laughs> yes. And now you've just gone, oh, I don't want to suck the cock. Okay, but my question to you is this. Do you like this pre-intro as much as a blowjob? <laughs> I mean, because wow. you are setting a very high wow. and or low bar yeah. for that intro. That's actually that's a really hard one to Because if you're putting- No, I do not, Joe. <laughs> okay, right. Right. If you had to have one or the other, like for the rest of your life- <laughs> what, Either the pre-intro, pre-intro or a blowjob, which one are you giving up? Oh, I really feel like we need to have that. Like, tick, 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 <sighs> we'll get rid of the intro. Okay. Or the pre-intro. The pre-intro. Because the thing is, as soon as you went, tick, 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 I'm George Negus. <laughs> I'm Yad Event. Or <laughs> I'm a kangaroo. And I'm Ray Martin. <laughs> well, this is 60 Minutes. Right. Fine. All right. Is that you groan? That's my groan. Is that it? Yeah, fucking done. Oh, God. I thought you were going to complain about something really cool. No, no, that was it. I'm just, oh. I'm just over it. Like I just, Fine. it like, doesn't put me on the right foot. No, it's, it's okay. Look, I want you on the right foot. You know what? Or the left foot? Doesn't matter. We can try it every now and then just to spice no, things up. It's fine. If that's what you want to do. But I really don't. If think you've that's decided what now want. that you don't like, <coughs> um, sucking the cock, <laughs> sucking the cock. I don't know why she's got a voice like that. It sounds like a Davros with a cold. (laughs) (laughs) It's just not working. Mm. Okay, fine. Pre-intro to the intro was gone. Excellent. Scrap that off. (sighs) You can always throw up, speaking of things to groan about, speaking of pre-intros. Okay. 
speaking of things that shit me, and I'm certain I brought this up this up years ago. Mm-hmm. If not on the podcast, in general conversation. Just on a Tuesday. This will come out next week, but mm-hmm. Black Friday. Yes. I'm not going to go the direction you possibly think I am. It's not a racist thing. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Nothing racial. Nothing racial. It's more a case of Black Friday. Mm. The whole idea of that was one day, mm. super fucking specials. Super magnificent like, specials. You know, like fucking crawling over fucking people getting in the shop. What about Mad Monday? What's Tech Monday, isn't it? Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday, my bad. So you got this one day mm-hmm. where it's just phenomenal. Everyone waits for it. It's like, bam! Sure. Black Friday. <laughs> bam! The sale of the fucking decade. Sale of the century. And then um, they did the day before, get in early. Oh, now, the pre-Black Friday. Black Friday goes for a week. <laughs> of course it does. So it goes for a week now. So mm. then someone else went, you know what? We can start this at the start of the month, start of November. Black month, Black so November. Now, now it's Black November. Where does it fucking stop, Joe? Next thing well, you it know, went blue October, and now it's Black <laughs> November. <laughs> it's a brand new cover band. Yeah, it's a tribute. <laughs> Black November. But it just shits. It's After like blue October's uh, been beaten up a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, Boxing Day sale. That used to be the big thing, well, especially and, in Australia, and it's in the fucking name. Boxing day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You want to beat people down to get to that sale first. Yeah. Because it's the best thing you'll probably buy forever. But then, here I think a couple of years back, mm. someone started doing Boxing Day sale pre-Christmas. Get in and get your Boxing Day sale items now before Christmas. But then how do retailers offload the shit that they didn't offload at Christmas exactly, time? Exactly, because everyone's trying to fucking beat the other person. And they're fucking the whole concept of is what it, an actual sale day is, Joe. Is it a pre-Christmas sale? I can't go. Like, you can't call it that. I, I know you can't call it that, but they do, and that's <laughs> why I'm having a groan. <laughs> Just fucking when you got something, and damn it, this make is, it special. Don't know. This is meaning that you're right. When you've got something good, just fucking stick with it. <laughs> <laughs> Joe for the win. The worst thing is I talked myself to that point without ever knowing. I know. And I've just admitted that you're right using a different analogy. Fucking yes. I'm even right in your subconscious. I hate this podcast. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I get it. I feel the same. Uh, <laughs> while I'm groaning, mm-hmm. before you get into your apology. Yes. Wasps. <laughs> oh, fucking wasp news. <laughs> what? I tell you what, the roadies have been hanging out for this. They haven't had wasp news in a month. I oh, know. Fucking what's going once, on with wasps? Once again, it's the Europeans. <laughs> Can't <laughs> trust them. Hang on. What's up with wasps? <laughs> with Troy. So, yes. play golf Saturday. Great, wonderful day for golf. Yeah. Been a pretty long day. A few beers after. We come back. We decide that we're going to go and have a steak at the local Mallee Grill, local nice. grill house. Perfect. So we've all gone our separate directions, said, okay, we'll meet down there at 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I said, fantastic. That gave me, um, I think, an hour or so to come back, have a shower, yep. um, get ready, and then walk down and Put have a nice rags beer. On. And, yeah, exactly right. So I've been dropped off, put all the golf gear away, come inside, go into the bedroom, start Taking a bit of the gear off to bloody get ready and go and have a shower. And I look on the wall. What do you reckon's crawling up the wall, Joe? Fucking wasp. Fucking European wasp. <laughs> and you know what? I, I, I've I said some bad things about them. Yes. I've said that they're evil. And that they I've have said a memory. they're soul sucking. <laughs> They've got this. Well, that's the thing. Uh, I've said that they, uh, they live on hate. Yes, they do live on hate. <laughs> right. But they've also got the memory, like a photographic memory, where they can remember you. If you've pissed if them you, off. Exactly. So I've thought, you know what? Be the better man, Troy. This <laughs> Self-preservation. Wasp, this wasp did not come in here to do anything wrong. It just ended up here. It's probably just taken the wrong turn. At Albuquerque? Yep. And it's ended up here and it's like, there's nothing there for it to eat. No. It's only going to die. So I thought, you know what? Instead of getting the spray and going and spraying it. <laughs> and drowning the fucker. Yep. I'll actually release it into the wild. Get a cup, put it over the top, bit of cardboard underneath and release. Perfect. As I was going to leave the bedroom to go and find something to do that with, oh, it, it flew one onto the bed. And I've gone, oh, fuck. Wish you hadn't. <laughs> if, if I now leave and I come back and I can't find you, I'm going to struggle tonight when I go to bed yeah. thinking, are you in the fucking bed somewhere? Am I going to wake up with you Snuggling in. Basically ignoring my leg off. <laughs> so. Stinking my sphincter. Yeah, so I thought, you know what? What I can do is just put something over it, wrap it up. 
And just take it aside. Yep. Tissue would have been great. Yes. Didn't, even though it's by the bed, didn't have any. <laughs> Not that kind of guy, Joe. T-shirt? Well, that was what I thought. I'll grab a bit of clothing. Yep. My washing basket's basically right next to the bed. Yes. I looked over and there was just a pair of underwear hanging on the air, but I'll throw oh, it in. dirty old jocks. Yep. So I've grabbed, but I mean, that's easy. It's easy to, it's easy to handle. Sure. <laughs> context, I mean, Troy, context. There's not a lot of material in a thong, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> So the old mankini. Yeah. So I've grabbed the briefs. Yes. Put it over the wasp. Mm. Wrapped it under the wasp. Clamped it together in my hands. <laughs> and then I'm and then I'm taking it outside. Perfect. Before I've left the bedroom. Yes. The fucker stings me through the fucking material. Do you blame him? Through the fucking material, Joe. Do you blame him? <laughs> How does it sting through the material? It lives on hate. <laughs> That's the thing. It must have been so angry. Yes. It burst its stinger through. I shot it out like a rocket. Just fucking so straight on the thumb, stung me. Is it still swollen, uh, Not too much now. One, the best thing I've learned, though, mm. is I'm not allergic to a wasp sting. Great. So that's good. That's a win. So that's, that's great. That's Perfect. really Like I found out before the Ashes tour, yes. I'm not allergic to bees. Perfect. Um, now I'm not allergic to wasps. So that's good. Excellent. I will say, though. That wasp has never seen its family ever again. It didn't survive the trip it out, didn't did it? didn't leave the room. No. No, it died. It, it, and, and it got called a lot of names. What would have made me laugh is if you had it thrown the underwear on the ground and stomped on it and stung you on the foot. <laughs> <laughs> As one last defined, yeah. fuck you. Because the thing is, once it once it reached out in anger, yes. it did a bit of an oasis. <laughs> so it didn't look back in anger. No. It, it looked through the material. Um. But because I've now destroyed that wasp before I could leave the room, mm. it hasn't been able to give my description to any other <laughs> <Yes>. wasps. <laughs> We've got an all-points bulletin <laughs> on a Kurt Cobain look-alike. So I'm safe. But the thing is- How the fuck is it? I, I have no idea it would be able to sting through material. Do you know the saddest part of that story? Tell me, Joe. The last thing that that wasp thought of was the smell of your dirty jock. Good! <laughs> Good! That's how it should. I- Look, I hope they were like I, I hadn't changed my jocks in two days. I went camping jocks. <laughs> I realised in that moment mm. that I've had a lot of growth over the last 10, 15 years of my life. Okay. Once upon a time, I would have just killed the fucker. Straight up. But I thought, you know what? No, it's done nothing wrong. And let's be honest, <laughs> yeah. they're a fucking beautiful looking thing. Sure. They're one of the most glorious looking things on the planet. They look amazing. Because they're designed to kill. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought, you know what? Just gonna take it outside. Fucking never again. Did you talk to it? Saying it's okay, buddy. I got you. I was talking to it while it's going. I was talking to it after it stung me too. <laughs> yeah, having a very good talking to. <laughs> right. Whilst it was being mashed into the carpet. <laughs> whack, whack, whack. Yeah. So, note to <laughs> self. Yes. Rose, if you're in a situation where you don't want to leave the room to go and get a jar, because mm. that is the best way to do it. One would imagine. Um, don't use jocks. No, use a. F- Double denim. Towel. Use a use a doona. Yeah, <laughs> your pillow. <laughs> you smother it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Just get a little bit of strong aftershave and knock it out. Oh, like a like a just a yeah, like, like a, a little chloroform. <laughs> like chloroform it. <laughs> well, that's always like, beside the bed. That's where that lives. Just bump out the amyl nitrate and give it a bit of a whiff. Couldn't Whee! believe it. Fuck, I was angry. I'm sure you were. Not I was not as angry as it was I by was the sense. I was doing the right thing, Joe. Wasp news with Troy. I've got to admit, I would, I ne- would never have thought it could have stung through the material, though. Oh, jocks I would have, but jeans wouldn't. Bees mm. I wouldn't have put through. But no. anyway, there you go. It's we'll learn new again. stuff about wasps. Yeah. So Every anyway, so for those that have that situation, if there's a wasp in your bedroom yes. and you want to be the right person about it, don't use underwear. Mm. Something very thick. Very, yeah. very thick. Made like a Kevlar blanket or something. <laughs> Fire blanket. Fire blanket. Fire blanket. Why not? Yeah, do yeah. that. Yeah. There you go. That's me. All right. Could have died. Could have died. Yep. Now, Mr. Barnes, here is the apology. Oh. Um, it doesn't pain me to apologise, so I don't think – I'm not in the wrong. To oh, start off with, I'm not in the wrong. I'm covered with a sense of disappointment straight away. You should be. Um, I have just – because I've gone away for work, I have missed a significant date. And that's on me. That's not on you. 
That's okay. I've missed the date, right? Because I wanted to bring it up closer to the date, right. so that we could talk about it, right? Um, and and see where this conversation went. Oh, no. yeah, okay. Good. Do you remember in 1985? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> 1985, right? Yes. There was a film. That came out called Cocoon. Yes. Okay, so you remember the movie Cocoon? Yeah, there was also a sequel made as well. There was. Do you remember the grandpa in Cocoon? Oh. Played by the actor Wilford Brimley. No, I know the name though. I'm certain if I saw a picture, I would know. So I, I don't want you to write the word Cocoon. Do you want me to I just want you to look for W I L F O R D, Wilford. F O R D. Brimley. Yep, there we go. So you know We're clicking the clicking on him so I can see a picture? Yeah, you can look at the picture. Right, cool. Yep. But don't click yes. on any links. No. Yep. You know the actor. Yes, I do know the actor. Excellent. Right. Can I let you know, <laughs> Oh God, Mr. Troy Douglas Barnes, Yes, okay, what? that on the 8th of November, 2023, yes. you were older than that man <laughs> <laughs> when he did Cocoon. <laughs> <laughs> what the actual fuck? Why is that an apology? Because I missed the date. I wanted to bring it up. On so the you're apologising to yourself <laughs> yeah, for I didn't missing say it was a moment to, you. to take the piss out of me. Yes. You have crossed the Wilford Brimley line. Is that a thing? That is a thing. Because if you now type cocoon Wilford Brimley, you will see the Wilford Brimley, uh, the Brimley cocoon line calculator. And it should say Brimley line dot date or something like that. And you put the date of birth you're in and it'll tell you when you cross that line. Brimley cocoon line. Why is that a thing? Because <laughs> people always think he's fucking old. When cocoon reached theatres in <laughs> June 21, Wilford Brimley was 18,530 days. Who uses days? Well, 50 years, nine months and six days. My God. Wow. And because of your date of birth, that date for you was the 8th of November this year. Can I, where's a picture of him in that movie? Uh, it should be at the top, under the Wilford, uh, under the Brimley line calculator, if you have a look. Oh, okay, right. Sorry, go back to that. Click um, on the calculator. Click on the calculator, right? Eh? Uh, it should be Brimley line dot date or something. And it'll have him as a photo, wearing a hat, laughing. Surely he's 70 in that. No, he is 50 years, nine months, and six days old. <laughs> That's frightening. Isn't it? I tell you what, I'm a lot healthier than what I think I am. <laughs> <coughs> so, um, You're dying, by the way. I am, yeah, yeah post, post-con flu. Got lurgy. Yeah. Mm, um, there you go. There you go. So I do apologise that I missed that significant <laughs> milestone in your life. How long have you been waiting for that moment? Uh, about two years. <laughs> about two years. I I heard about the um the Brimley line uh, calculator. He looks old, and so I put your date of birth in and set an alarm, and then uh, that alarm went off when I was away, and I went, oh, <laughs> fuck, I've missed it. Wow. And so look, I love that you care about me that much. Well, I put it in. <laughs> I put it in for the Monday, the the like the, the day before the Monday we would record. So yep. I could record it on that day and say, actually, in two days' time, you're going to reach this milestone. And you you weren't here. And I wasn't here, so oh. I do apologise. Oh, that's terrible. That's, that's where the apology comes in, that I wasn't here in person <laughs> to hang shit on you, and I had to wait an extra couple of weeks. I've got to admit, um, both the groan and both the, and the apology, they've both disappointed me. <laughs> Not what I expected. No. I think you're being a little bit deceitful. No. And as a friend, they were genuine. don't think that's nice. They were genuine. Genuine Heartfelt. to you. Yeah. Did but I say it was to anyone else? No, but the you're still deceitful. fucking jumped to a conclusion. Well, you know what? This is a duo. I think you need to show a small amount of attitude of gratitude because remember what was third. Oh, yeah. But see, here's the thing. <laughs> you, you, you let me down with the groan. Yes. You've let me down with the apology. Yes. I can guarantee that whatever this is going to be, it could be frightening. No, you are going to love oh, me long time. Am I really? I believe you are. Right. <laughs> but the thing is. Handsome man. Well, I love you. Handsome I mean, man. We go way back. Way back. And we are very good friends. Yes. And we love each other dearly. Desperately. Fuck, I just don't know whether I trust you. <laughs> 
<laughs> you do. You fucking do. Right, you genuinely, absolutely right, love me. You're and building you, it up. Because and you if, are going to love you're me. you're building me up to just drag me down. No, I'm just, no. On this occasion, right, on this occasion right. I am not. Mm-hmm. Now, are you aware that the Disney people are coming out with a new film or have just come out with a new film? Uh, we're, talking, we're talking Disney Marvel? Yes. So the Marvels? Correct. Yep. Now, at my place of work, I have a new job, as you know. Mm. Uh, the good people at Disney were there. Mm. And they had promotion for said film. Yep. Good was film yet, too. That was yet to be released. And they had an obstacle course. Right. And two teams would go along the obstacle course. One was you had to put a 3D jigsaw together. Another was two people had to get from pontoon to pontoon to pontoon to pontoon, but with only one bridge. Right. So you one got to a bridge, used the bridge to get to the second one, handed the Bridge back and what's this got to do with the movie? The uh, it's right. ju- it's just an obstacle. They had it for Black Widow. They've just rebadged. It. Okay, right. Fucking, let's yep. not let's not make it. It's just meant to be fun. Correct. Yep. And then they had the whole uh, five rings of smaller sizes, three pins, and you had to get ah yes sequentially move them along. Yep. And then you were given a a code, say four numbers, and you had the numbers one to zero on a board in front of you. Nerf gun, you had to shoot down those numbers. Right. Once you shot down those numbers, they would reveal a triangle or a shape or whatever. Then someone would run up an archway or run up a ramp and using a fishing line, hook a key. Sounds a bit like wipeout. Yeah. (laughs) Basically, it was. that corresponded to that shape. Once they did it, they opened up the box and then your team won. Now, my team- my team. Was oh, so you're un- involved in this. I right. was undefeated in Adelaide and undefeated in Brisbane. Oh, seriously. And as a token of gratitude for the winning team, each member of my team received one of these, and I am gifting it to you, my what? friend, Mr. Barnes. Is it? It's marvels. Yes. It is, it is a little box. Feels like maybe like a key ring. Oh, I think you Perhaps. could be right there. I mean, expense was spared. <laughs> <laughs> it is a key ring. Yes. It is a Marvel's key ring. It is a Marvel's key ring. Which That's, is kind of cool. It is kind of cool. I love Marvel stuff. Of course you do. That's yeah. why I'm giving it to you. There you go. Because I love you. Not even a setup. It's not. It's a pretty cool gift. It is. And I have more. And now, now I'm just kind of – now I'm on the back foot. I know. You weren't expecting now, kindness. Because now it's like, um, are you going to be nice again or have you set me up on the nice one then to trick me? No, no. I've got <laughs> – Oh, jeez, you're still going. I've got, I've got clothing for you. Now, oh I was um, – That is actually – it's cool caring. I, like I was it. limited by uh, the availability on sizes. So <laughs> let's hope I've got the right ones. Oh, God, right. Uh, I've got you two T-shirts. Right. Which you may or may not ever wear. Right. We have this one. <laughs> you audio podcast, so you do need to. It's exp- uh, send nudes, nudes spelt N double O D S, and it is. And a, is that a Pokemon? It's some is sort it? of anime character right. drinking, no- eating noodles. Noodles, yes. So send nudes. Send nudes. Fucking no. There's that for you right. there. Thank you so and much. here is a t-shirt that I think you will wear often, 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 and right? With Pride. The only thing Jeez. is it might be slightly on the larger side. Um, but let's just see what you think. Righto. I think you're going to love it. And here it is. I'm a fucking delight. <laughs> <laughs> it does look large. It is a, it's a double large. That's right. It can still be cash. Yes. But it is a black and white cat with its paw pixelated out. And it says, I am a yeah. king delight. Um, yeah. Look, I'm assuming there's a centre little finger maybe. Yeah, that's been well, we don't know. It's pixelated out. So True. there you go, my friend. <laughs> that's that's fucking yours. You have done gifts. I have. And uh, I think that's about it. I don't think you want a stress ball. No. Look, I just – I haven't got any gifts. It doesn't, your gift – your presence is presence enough, oh, mate. Oh, mate. So this is why we get along so well. Exactly. Now, I'm, I'm going to show delight. you something that's not a fucking gift for you. It's a gift for Joe. Right. But you will think it is cool. Right. So, where I went was a, a pop culture and comic book expo, and I was quite fortunate enough to meet some Star Wars fans. I met the Adelaide 501st Battalion, 
and I met the Brisbane 501st Battalion, and I also met the Sons of Obi One. So, um, the 501st Battalion, for those who don't know, mm, is basically stormtroopers. Yeah, it's because yeah. it's you find them. It's pretty much all around the world, all around the world. Yeah, where it's just Star Wars fanatics get together, dress up as stormtroopers, and all the rest of it, and just have a blast. Correct. So, um, the South Australian 501st Battalion uh, gifted me. This. Oh, you've got lots of things. Look at you go. Oh, that's cool. And then they also gifted me their challenge coin. Cool. So this we've got here is a, like a bloody, like a, a jacket patch? Yeah, a jacket patch. Yeah. With their it's about logo. the size of a coaster? Yep. A couple of stormtroops and the 501st on it. That's actually very cool. I like that. I think you're going to find the next thing I hand in juice is even cooler. That is their challenge coin. So if you say you're a member so of the- So it's the same design except it's a coin about- Probably a bit bigger than a 50 cent piece. Yes. But round. Yes. So what is it? So a challenge coin is if you say, oh, I'm hanging out with the 501st Battalion and someone says, prove it, I have to produce that that particular coin. Right. If I am unable to produce that coin, yes. drinks are on me. <laughs> oh, really? If I am able to produce it and others around me are able to produce theirs, the person who is questioning it, drinks are on them. Oh, that's tough. It's a challenge thing. It's a fucking thing in America's more than anywhere else. Okay. So if you're part of a motorcycle gang or if you're part of a group or a club and you're with those people and someone challenges you, yep. you whip out that coin because you have to have it on you always. All the time. Yep. And you can only be one step away from it. So if it's in your wallet, that's fine, but you can't be more than a step right. away from it. Yep, so it can't be in a backpack in the other room. Or in the car. Yep. Then if you produce it, drinks are on them. Cool looking coin. If you can't. And then I met the Redback Garrison, right? which is uh, basically Queensland's version of the 501st. Right. That is their patch. Oh, that's a bit special too. Isn't it just? Um, I'll tell you what, for an audio podcast, this is fantastic. It is. <laughs> it's, it's like a yin-yang symbol, but one yeah. is, the, four, uh, one is the, the rebels and one is the fucking um, Empire, Empire yeah. logo. And they gave me their challenge. Of, they've put a lot of oh, really. Their Where challenge is coin is actually a red back spider. It's also a little bit bigger too. Oh yeah, well everything's bigger in Queensland. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they got the banana. Exactly. Big things yeah. in Queensland. That and it's very also, cool when you hold it up to the light because it's um, also very cool. Yes, they're awesome actually. Fucking aren't they? Like, I am super impressed by those coins. So I am hoping that New South Wales uh, oh, WA the whole collection. And Victoria will have similar, and I'm going to try and collect them all. That's very cool, man. So if That's, you are a member of- Incredibly fucking nerdy, but if, very cool. Oh, very nerdy. So, Rodies, if you are a member of a 501st Legion, um, and you wish to send me your uh, challenge coin and or patch, I will gladly accept them, and they will go in my collection. If not, you can get stuffed. <laughs> uh, I Because, wow, I mean, where I, no, where I work, um, I'm- there's so much collectibles. Yeah. There's yep. so much nerd stuff. So I can't be the person who just fucking collects a lot of shit. Well, it is because then it just does become a lot of shit in a, in a box or in a drawer or- Correct. That you never look at again. Correct. So I'm going to put the patches on my scout camp blanket. I was wondering that because it does look like something that would fit that nicely. Yes. And then my challenge coins, I'll, I'll, I'll come up with some sort of way of displaying those. And that's probably all I'm going to collect- because otherwise I'm just going to spend my pay on buying collectible yep. stuff and that also, I have to get home. your wife is going to be like, Joe, why the fuck did you get this? Correct. What are you because going to do with Star this? Because it's Star Wars. <laughs> because it's Star you Wars. You know what? As much as I love that answer, I just don't think it's the right one. It's not going to fly every time, I can <laughs> tell you that. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Why have you got a Darth Vader <laughs> helmet? Because it's Star Wars. <laughs> it's part of my job. <laughs> You are not in Star Wars. I know, but I could be. <laughs> Why have you got a blaster? <laughs> Star Wars. Star Wars. They don't even shoot straight, though, Joe. Yes, but I can go <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Anyway, so nice. there you go, my friend. I came bearing gifts. Did the um? Did the nerd army in Adelaide and also Brisbane come out in style and numbers now oh, that things are back? Fantastic. Cons are back. The vid has well and truly dissipated. 
Um, I'm sure it probably is lingering and ah, people are still passing still it there, on, but, but we are so be it. in a world where we move on with that. Yeah. Um, everyone came out and there's lots of cosplayers and lots of people dressing up and having just a generally old good time. Did we get any creepies? Because I know you used to say back when you were looking after Royal Melbourne showgrounds mm. and you used to kind of oversee the events that would occur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was always a few creepy guys that had come in with a and their camera was a little bit better than what it should have been and they were taking photos of the girls in cosplay. Yeah, we do keep an eye out for those. We yep. had we had one report. Yep. Um, couldn't find them. Um, that person said to the person who was His videoing them. was the invisible man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, no, apparently he had like a 19, uh, sorry, an early 2000s style camcorder. Mm. Uh, videoed someone who wasn't in cosplay but just said, can you not video me? And he was yeah, like, okay. well, get stuffed. You're in a public space, whatever. Um, but that's still – that, the right still, answer. <laughs> well, it's not, and that's still someone's place of work. Mm. Um, and if they've been kind enough to say, can you not, then just respect it. Like, yeah, you know, there's no point, like, whatever. Um, but they had left. So, yeah, you know, if, if we do see that behaviour, we kind of stomp it out because – it's there. It's a family event. People are there to have a good time. Well, it's a very much look the nerd. I would say the nerd population, the nerdosphere, nerdosphere. Yeah, um, has always been a very inclusive. Tries to be yeah. environment. Yeah, to the point where whether that be, um, you know, sexuality or just what you fucking enjoy watching in your nerdverse. Yes, whatever. It doesn't matter because a lot of that crosses over. Oh, absolutely. You know, like there's some really fucking weird ass cosplay shit that also oh, borders is. on the oh, that's a little bit of skin. Mm. And if you get the wrong individuals around that, then it can become a little bit of a clusterfuck. Yeah, and um, we we also have rules that we try and give guidance on on what is appropriate, and not appropriate mm. to come in cosplay. Yep. Um, because once again, it's a family thing. So yeah. if you're not going to wear it to the beach, then don't wear it here. Like, <laughs> Just don't. Have you been to the beach lately, sir? Oh, I haven't. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's, yeah, it's right. what's acceptable. It's not an excuse just to try and look as though you're on the, the cover of a magazine. It's not Halloween where you're coming a slutty Freddy Krueger. Mm. Like, no one wants that. I have seen a couple of those over the I'm years. I'm sure you have. Yeah. Like not, a, not that slutty, though. Yeah, but it, that's the Americas. Yeah. Um, so it's not generally something we get a lot of. Yeah. Um, occasionally you might get someone who might push the envelope, and if someone does – we might say, look, we think that that's not suiting what we'd like. Can we yep. give you a free T-shirt? Yeah, okay. You know, and they yeah. might go, oh, but I can wear whatever I want. Well, actually, no, this is our event, and if we don't deem it to be there, but we still want you to stay and have a good time. Yeah. And we're happy to assist you in, you know, putting the jugs away. Yeah, exactly. Then, yeah, stay, hang around. Yeah, but- ne- Next time, just change the uniform slightly. Yeah, go and hang out with the five oh first. They cover everything. <laughs> Fucking cover that shit up. Yeah, nice. I'm glad it went well. Yeah, no, it was good fun. people are um, – I was only talking about this even from a local perspective the other day. Mm. People are craving events and everything again now. Aren't they? they like really even are. like music is coming – like bands are touring yes. again majorly. Like I'm saying every couple of weeks or every week there's a new band coming to Australia soon. Tickets on sale tomorrow. New band coming again. Tickets I on sale tomorrow. was a D's – a B's dick away – like, it was so close, I almost got the phone call on Wednesday night when I arrived in Adelaide. Uh, sorry, when I arrived in Brisbane. I have a spare ticket to Motley Crew, definitely. Oh, really? But my flight got in late. Couldn't do it. Oh, yeah. Do love the old school. But imagine that. Fucking Motley Crew and Def Leppard together. Yep. The, pe- the two people who went yeah. said they had the best time of our lives. I did, you know, someone also I know, went along. Who reckon it was the best they'd seen Def Leppard live? Wow! In the recent years, yeah, yeah, because like, yeah. they've toured a bit to Australia over the last fifteen years. Sure, yeah. Um, I've been once or twice. Yeah, been. I, I've been twice, and I think I don't we know if both, were both of them with you. Maybe I think so. once with not sure. Anyway, I know uh, the first time round was fucking amazing. Mm. Second time was okay. We went with Cheap Trick. Yes, yeah, and, and that Cheap was, Trick were better. Yeah, and that, yeah, exactly. It was just like, ah, really. Music, the mix wasn't fantastic. Yeah, so, and it could have been venue, could mm. have been mix, whatever else, but um, apparently they were very good. That's what the reports I got were. Yeah. They were very, so, very oh, it's good. It's a shame you missed out on that. Oh, well, it wasn't, it was a very slim chance that I was going to get a, yeah. a run in the first, but um, a run off in the bench. The <laughs> now, Mr. Barnes, you had a couple of things that I you did. wanted to bring up now, apparently. One, one I've already done. One was my near death experience. Near- <laughs> with those that live on hate. 
<coughs> okay. Rather overstretching it, but sure, <laughs> you know. Tell me about why so, you believe we may be done. Well, it's amazing. Isn't it? You suddenly, I mean, you brought up here a little while back mm. that you're a little bit concerned, uh, or I was a bit concerned once you told me about it, mm. that you were suddenly getting side gigs. Yeah, I, yeah you, were, you were George Michael and the shit out of it. Sure, Penguin Beer Co. The next yeah, three Tuesdays, I'll exactly. be uh, there hosting trivia. So suddenly, you go away, yes. and I gained a side gig. I saw this on the socials. Yeah. I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? So, <coughs> local bookstore, mm-hmm. not just books, um, wonderful little bookstore in town. Um, of which you don't get bookstores as much anymore. So, no. you, if you've got a bookstore in your town, for fuck's sake, please buy things there. Yeah. It'll be a shame if we get to a point where we don't have a bookstore. Correct. Uh, but anyway, he um, he's one of my clients through work mm. and also knows me through the fact that I had a few books out at the time as well and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And, uh, he gave me a call and said, mate, do you mind coming in and seeing me? I said, yeah, oh, sure. I'll. Hello. And I thought- this you know, is, If it's work-related, this is not good. Yeah, I thought it's it's a case of, you know, maybe he wants to do something. Sure. Or maybe, I thought initially it might have been a case also of, you know, they do a few different events and bits and pieces. You might want to just see if can get a few plugs on the radio and Perfect. that kind of thing, yep. which is fine. Anyway, we're sitting I'm going to swing his party. <laughs> we need a plus one. <laughs> I need a plus one. By the way, bring your own bowl. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> <coughs> so said he said, mate, I just wondering whether um I can ask you for a favour. I said, okay, what's that? He said, um he said, I'm wondering if you might MC for me. MC Barnes in the house. And I'm like, MC is in yeah, like so we got Trent Cochin, who was a ex Richmond Tigers captain, mm-hmm. um, has got a book out now. He was coming down to a signing and do a dinner event as well. Mm-hmm. And um he said, um, he said, I know you pretty well. You, you speak well. You've got your podcasts that you do and all the rest of it. Yep. He said, I'm just wondering if you might want to do an MC gig. Hmm. And I've kind of gone, I've never done an MC gig before. Why not? He said, well, have a think about it. Yeah. Don't answer me now. Come back to me in the morning. So I went away and I had a think about it that night. I thought, you know what? Joe's fucked off and left me. Bastard. Um, I don't know whether he's coming back. Could not. Maybe not. Could have been taken out by the yeah. gout. <laughs> Could have been taken out by the gout. Could have suddenly become a roadie for Def Leppard. Could have. I know. Could have joined the 501st Legion. <laughs> Stay there. Stay there. Never come back. Lost on Hoth. Could have been lost on Hoth. And I come back and thought, you know what? Nice little additional challenge. Mm. Let's do that. So I said, yes. Yeah. So I got a list of, um, so I'd do a Q&A as well mm-hmm. with Trent. And uh, here's the thing, being a Collingwood supporter. Must have been tough. <laughs> Well, I was more concerned about going to a room. How did you feel when Collingwood beat you round three? It's <laughs> <laughs> probably not a great way to lead in. <laughs> I was more concerned when I've turned up and already in the room. So there's about 100 people that went along. Mm-hmm. Already in the room. There's just Richmond clothing everywhere. Well, we, one would expect that yeah. being a former captain and releasing a book, they're the people who are going to be yeah, most invested. I know, but I've got to admit, I've, I've felt a bit insecure. <laughs> <laughs> Never been in a room so many Tiger supporters ever in my life. It wasn't a good feeling. No, the old single man at a swings party. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so it wasn't just the scenario of the MC. Mm. So we had to MC and do all that kind of geek, um, which was fun, but also had to do the Q&A. So I had about a dozen questions from these management and all the rest of it saying, this is a range we want to go. Oh, this is the questions that we want you to ask. Yeah, and I kind of wondered, I was trying to work out whether it was, is this actually specific? Because some of the questions were, they were, they were written in a way. It's like this makes no fucking sense, right? So I had to reinvent them a little bit, but stuck to the same theme. Sure, um, he can give you me the same answer. I can just ask the question slightly exactly. differently. Exactly, and I'm thinking here. Okay, Trent is set up. He knows the questions because they've already run through this, so yes. he knows what's coming, which sure. does make sense. Of course, uh, even though you're going to have a Q and A with the you know people around the table later on, but that little block is like I know what's coming. There's certain parts of the book that I want to talk about. Yeah, these questions direct me to there. But that's 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 what happens with all Q and A's. Oh, exactly, makes sense. All the questions get pre vetted most of the time. Yep, because they don't want you to bring up the amber herd of it all. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> so anyway, we're sitting there. There's a book already set up with a piece that he has to read out of it. That's bookmarked. Okay, and we sit down initially, and he said, um. He said, I was handing the book, and he said, oh, is this one for me? I said, yeah, it's your book. Yeah, it's your <laughs> book, buddy. <laughs> and um, I said, you need that? He said, okay. 
<laughs> so we go along. We get to the question we're asked about blah, blah, blah. Yes. He's got to read a little. That's a letter that it was written. Sure. And uh, it was a letter, basically, what they had to do uh, when they were going through a tough time at Richmond. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to get a bit better culture and a bit more understanding and, I suppose, be more in touch with them as a team and come together and try and become that championship team that they did become. Yep. Um, they decided that they had to write a letter from the innermost fan to themselves. So oh, a positive okay. letter. A positive letter yeah. from a Richmond faithful. Yeah, in other words, themselves. Yes. Saying, these are the things that you are proud of sure. in this person. So actually looking inside yourself and saying, you know what, I've got to look at the positives okay. yep. in me, which isn't an easy thing to do sometimes. Sure. So anyway, so he read out this letter, and what he had to, they had to do then was give that letter to one of their teammates. Oh, okay. So they were doing that, but they were also sharing it, and that was essentially meant to bring them closer together as a unit and all yep. that kind of thing. I think it was a great idea. Sure. Anyway, so I had to read this letter out. It obviously worked. Yeah. So anyway, I've read the question about blah, 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 and I said, um, you wrote this letter, and you gave it to um, Nan Curvis. Mm. And then he said, oh. Did I? Do you want me to read the letter? I so said, that's why it's bookmarked, Trent. <laughs> Didn't your publicist tell you about this? He went, oh, not really. Not really. <laughs> I'm like, what are these fucking questions? <laughs> so afterwards, I thought, I could have asked anything. Anything. How did you feel when could Colin was I could have asked about Amber Heard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he did actually, it was quite funny, when we first sat down to do the Q&A, he did kind of ask that question of, so, you know, as a Collingwood supporter, yes. how do you feel being in this room right now? <laughs> I'm quite comfortable with my Collingwoodality, but the funny part as about rain, it was, as reigning premiers, yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. So the setup was that we had um, an auction at halftime as well, yes. In which the profits of that auction went to the local uh, group that I um, love and adore, which is Suicide Awareness Walk that happens every year. Yes. Um, which is great. So um, I found Sign out jersey. Uh, there were some signed jerseys, yep. but they were um, basically like. Um, you know, big Richmond bloody artwork all signed by the players. Memorable, yeah. Um, there'd be, um, you know, um, the fake Brownlow medals in there for Dusty and, yep. you know, all that kind of thing. And they got the reserves on them and blah, blah, blah. Sure. So I found out before going that I was also running the auction. Of course. Well, you said MC. Uh, yep, that have, means you are the yep, master. So I haven't done that before either. Of, that's easy. So that was a new one. Sure. Uh, and then afterwards, then we had the Q and A. You're 310 episodes deep into a podcast. Exactly. Mate. Fucking this is this is easy. Yeah. So Q and A then around the tables. Yes. And all the rest of it. Um, it was a great thing. The funny thing about it was though, and this is where, like, it was going nice. You'd be all nice and serious. Like, sure. You know, there's a lot, nice bit of humour in the Q and A's. Yeah. You know, I threw a couple out of questions in. Just you know, I've read a bit of the book already too, and the book is actually quite good. Yes. Uh, it's not just about footy. It's more about essentially his life and so forth and mm-hmm. positive change and, you know, that kind of thing. So, um, But, of course, having a football theme through it is good because I love footy. Of course. But then we get to the auction and, of course, it was a brand new thing. Mm. I kind of got into a little bit kind of, okay, this has got a reserve, say, 400. We'll start off at 600, go there, and we started moving on. But then in a podcast, Troy, suddenly just came out of the blue. Oh, shit. And suddenly- Did you start talking about wasps? Right, <laughs> <laughs> <Roy Keller. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right. Now, who's going to give me? <laughs> Troy, who's going to give me 400 for this jersey? Trent? But, but suddenly, podcast, Troy, yes. having fun, Troy. Oh, shit. Taking the piss out of Derailed. people, Troy. Just kicked in. Oh, no. Auction man was so very happy when we finished this. Oh, was he? Uh, yeah, I made about three and a half grand Good for profit you. for the Suicide Awareness Walk organisation, which is yes. great. Um, but I mean, there was a couple of examples. All right. I shall go the the main example. Oh, there was two. There's uh, one guy that I do know in the Bernie area mm-hmm. hadn't bid on anything the whole time, and there were six Richmond items, and there was some silent auction stuff. So and the, he's a, he's a Richmond. He's a tragic. Richmond faithful. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, and he hadn't put any money down. Hadn't, hadn't put any money down on anything. Oh no! And then and we shame. got up to um, we got up about. I think it was about the seven eight hundred dollar mark on one item. Sure, and suddenly he's put the hand up, and oh. I've just turned around, and I said, "Mickey, finally, the man with all the money in Bernie <laughs> is in the game. <laughs> Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Let's <laughs> go. Strap in, <laughs> hook in. We're so, on. So that was great. But the the great one, there was a younger up the back, and there was one. There was a sign Guernsey that was there, and he suddenly put a bid in at about eight hundred bucks for this okay. thing uh, out of nowhere. And it went kind of back and forth a little bit. We got up to the 900 mark. Mm-hmm. It had been going this way for like about a couple hundred dollars. And then it got back to the point where he was outbid. Mm. Someone else has got the bid. And I look around and say, has anyone else got it? If, if we don't get beyond this in a, 
in the next few seconds. I'm going to have to call it. Mm. And then I've said, actually, wait a minute. And I've walked through the crowd of this guy. I said, mate, just if you don't mind me asking, he's probably about, I assumed, 18, 19. Yep. I stand my mask. Do you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend? Yes. <laughs> um, the, the second part made him kind of go. <laughs> uh. um, and he said, "No." And I said, "If you buy this, you will. <laughs> I can guarantee you." And I turned around and pointed at the other end of the room. If you buy this, you hang that on your wall. Yes. You are getting some, son. <laughs> <laughs> In a podcast, Troy. Of course. Just went bang. Did he bid? So, um, yes, he did. But then he got outbid again, oh. and it didn't take it. Nah, fair enough. Oh, but it was just that was fun. Yeah, the auction stuff was fun. It's great. Then we had the the weird table on the left that kept getting stuff, and they kept buying things. And I said, I said, I'm going to auction a Ute next because the <laughs> only way you guys are taking all this shit home. Yeah. <laughs> so that was good. So it was good fun. Awesome. And the best thing about it is that the reports afterwards were good. Apparently Positive. Did a great job because you don't really know. No. You're up there doing the thing, being a dickhead. Yep. You know, you do the normal stuff. You try not to say um. If um, you can, you're on. You're on kind of two. Um, like high seats and so forth, which yes. you will send the photos. Yes. You try not to fiddle your fingers and stuff if you of can course. or tap your toes. Yes. Um, so hopefully that didn't happen too much. Yeah. But, and here's where it comes in. Did um, you bring up sex robots? No, I didn't. <laughs> but um, got a message um, from uh, my mate Chris. Yes. Who's uh, to do the, the tennis club next door. Yes. Messaged me the other day. He said, mate, um, do you want to come and see me? Oh, well, I cool. I'll drop in. Swingers party number yeah, so, two. <laughs> it's swinging everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Dropped in, had a chat. He said, man, I just wondered if you might um, MC the Bernie International Tennis this year. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck, what about me? <laughs> <laughs> what about Raven? So so now I'm, I'm, uh, I've agreed to that. So it means I'm on the Friday all day, so there's the men's business lunch that I'll MC. Yeah. Um, there's a women's business lunch on the Wednesday prior. Oh, you got to frock up for that. Um, and also I'm doing the awards presentation on the two following on the, that Sunday of the weekend and the following Sunday. Fuck off! There's a very good chance, my friend. Yes, that I I may be leaving the podcast because I got a new gig. <laughs> well, I tell you what, that you do makes... one MC gig. That's only every bastard wants you. Yeah, but fucking, that's a bit better than my MC gig that I've got coming up, which is the Turner's Beach Christmas Carols. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's going to be a cracker, but it's no Bernie International Tennis. I know. Do you need a plus one? Apparently you heard I did a good job. Fucking knows you did. So he said, okay, do you want to do this? You're in. I'm like, yes, let's do that. We can do that. I know that. Well, you can do that. I that. This one's a pay gig, Joe. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> no, come on. So I'm just saying, I'm just saying, mate, you're going to have to lift your game. <laughs> Because one of us is starting to George Michael the other one out. <laughs> just remember the next you step on when you're trying to climb that corporate you know, ladder, buddy. Every now and then, mate, Fucking just when you hell. think you're George, you find out you're Andrew. <laughs> I, I never thought I was the Andrew Ridgely of this bitch. But, but now I'm going to shake you, whip you up a frenzy in your heart. I can't believe it. Yep. Got to have faith, mate. Bloody hell. MC Troy. MC Troy in the house. house. <laughs> Don't know how this has happened, but yeah, there you go. That's amazing. So we've gone from mate, podcasts yes. to live shows yes. to MC. Fuck. What's next? The world. <laughs> the world. <laughs> well, we were trying to – I tell you what, us hosting the Commonwealth Games whenever they come, well, it's not that much of a stretch. Yeah. From the Turner's Beach Christmas Carols or the Devonport International Tennis. Speaking of games – I mm. stayed up until I tried to do it all, but I stayed up till quarter to two last night watching the cricket final, World Series Cup. Ah, yes. Which obviously, when we released this, was a week ago from when yes. you listened to this. Um, 125-plus thousand people mm. at this event. And I think 300 of them were Never going for Australia. I've seen so much blue in my entire <laughs> life. It was incredible. But it was so funny. Like, we had the Ashes yes. tour. And there, there was blocks of probably, I don't know, between probably, I don't know, 50 to 70 or 30 to 50 of us in a little block. Sure. So you'd go round. Half a dozen of those and there'd be scattered a, around. Yeah, and there'd be just a, a little block of yellow because we're all wearing yeah, our yellow shirts and yellow caps and yes. all that kind of thing. Um, and we felt like outsiders. As you would. Watching this game last night. Yes. I go round and there was one point where they come up to um, Jeff Marsh, who was one of our tour guides, mm-hmm. Swampy, Swampy Marsh. Yes. 
Uh, and he's there, and I reckon he had six guys with him. Oh. <laughs> All were in yellow. Oh, shit. In this ocean of blue. On the ocean of blue. And I'm telling you now, Aussie won, which was phenomenal. Mm. They were underdogs in a major way. That would have been a quiet afternoon there. Yeah, it was a for them it was an away game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the crowd, they weren't going for them at all. No. I reckon if I was over there at this tour, yes. like it would be phenomenal to be at. I mean, you couldn't replace nearly 130,000 people just cheering and waving flags and going nuts. I mean, I've been at the MCG where there's been 95,000, yeah. and, and that's insane. Yeah. Just incredible. So, but if I was there at that one mm. and then we won, Ooh, I said to someone about it today, I said, I would be a little bit worried wearing that yellow top. And they said the same thing that you're about to say, you take a spare shirt. No, you wouldn't actually. <laughs> I no, thought you were about, you about to say you take a spare well, shirt. Well, you possibly would, but then I reckon, because where was it? It was- In India. In India. Yeah. I pretty much said, I, I said I could change okay. the shirt, mm. but- you know, honestly, if I'm worried wearing the yellow, but change the shirt won't matter because I'm way too white and blonde yeah, to correct. fit in with an Indian yeah. crowd. Yeah, I don't think you're going to people be... go, yeah, he's, he lives up the road. Yeah, I don't I don't think you're Mahat... <laughs> He grew up in Bunja Road. <laughs> Mahatma Barn. He's part of the Bunja Road boys. Yeah, the they Bunge... do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There weren't many yellow there. No. Oh, jeez, they were rare. <laughs> I tell you what. Yeah, no, you, you would have struggled to they, stay. They, they looked like... A perfectly rounded tooth in the mouth of a Collingwood supporter. Oh, there's that little gold tooth. Don't see that very often. No, you don't. <laughs> well, Rodies, it's been an absolute pleasure being back. Um, for a while. For a while. Um, I- until Troy <laughs> goes leave. off to become MC Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> if I turn up just with a, with a bloody turntable. Yeah. Not that sort of MC. Run down. Big fucking clock on the middle of your shirt. <laughs> Soz, guys. Soz. Oh, man. Big clock. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yep. Yep. With an L. <laughs> With an- we don't do that kind of game. No. Anyway, roadies, on that, I am Joe. I am MC Troy. And we <laughs> were the South Road Boys. We certainly were. <laughs>